Chapter Twenty of Prince Henry the Navigator, the Hero of Portugal and of Modern Discovery. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. Prince Henry the Navigator by Charles Raymond Beasley. Chapter Twenty: The Results of Prince Henry's Work henry's own life is in one way the least important part of him we have seen how many were the lines of history and of progress in christendom in portugal in science that met in him how greek and arabic geography both knowledge and practical exploration was as much a part of what he found to work with as the memoirs of christian pilgrims traders and travellers for a thousand years how the exploring and expanding energy which the northmen poured into europe leading directly to the crusading movement was producing in the portugal of the fifteenth century the very same results as in the france and italy and england of the twelfth and thirteenth and now on the failure of the syrian crusades the spanish counterpart of those crusades the greatest of social and religious upheavals in the middle ages had reached such a point of success that the victorious christians of spain could look out for new worlds to conquer again we have seen how the twelfth thirteenth and fourteenth century progress in science especially in geographical maps and plans the great extension of land travel and the new beginnings of ocean voyaging during the same time must be taken into any view of the prince's life and work we have now to look for a moment at the immense results of that same life which had so vast and so long a preparation for just as we cannot see that work of his could have been done without each and every part of that many-sided preparation in the history of the past so it is quite as difficult to see how the great achievements of the generation that followed him and of the century that wonderful sixteenth century which followed the age of henry's courtiers and disciples could have been realized without the impetus he had given and the knowledge he had spread for it was not merely that his seamen had broken down the middle wall of superstitious terror and had pierced through into the unknown south for a distance of nearly two thousand miles it was not merely that between fourteen twelve and fourteen sixty europeans passed the limits of the west and of the south as legend had so long fixed them not merely that the most difficult part of the african coast between bohador and the gulf of guinea had been fairly passed and that the waterway to india was more than half found this was true enough when vasco da gama was once round the south cape he soon found himself not in an unknown and untraversed ocean but embarked upon one of the great trade routes of the mohammedan world the main part of the distance between the prince's farthest and the southern cape of good hope was passed in two voyages in four years fourteen eighty two to six 
but there was more than this henry did not only accomplish the first and most difficult steps of his own great central project the finding of the way round africa to india he not only began the conversion of the natives the civilization of the coast tribes and the colonization of certain trading sites he also founded that school of thought and practice which made all the great discoveries that have so utterly eclipsed his own from that school came columbus who found a western route to india starting from the suggestion of henry's attempt by south and east bartholomew diaz who reached and rounded the southernmost point of the old world continent and laid open the indian ocean to european sailors da gama who was the first of those sailors to reap the full advantage of the work of ninety years the first who sailed from lisbon to calicut and back again albuquerque who founded the first colonial empire of modern europe the first great outsettlement of christendom the portuguese trade dominion in the east magellan who finally proved what all the great discoverers were really assuming the roundness of the world the nameless adventurers who seemed to have touched australia some time before fifteen thirty the draughtsmen who left us our first true map of the globe so it is not in the actual things done by the prince's efforts that we can measure his importance in history it is because his work was infinitely suggestive because he laid a right foundation for the onward movement of europe and christendom because he was the leader of a true renaissance and reformation that he is so much more than a figure in the story of portugal there are figures which are of national interest there are others which are less than that figures of family or provincial importance others again which are always dear to us as human beings as men who felt the ordinary wants and passions and lived the ordinary life of men with a brilliancy and an intense power that was all their own there are other men who stand out as those who have changed more or less but changed vitally and really the course of the world's history without whom the whole of our modern society our boasted civilization would have been profoundly different for after all the modern christian world of europe has something to boast of though its writers spend much of their time in reviling and decrying it it is something that our western world has conquered or worsted every other civilization upon earth that with the single exception of china it has made every one of the coveted tracts of asia its own that it has discovered settled and developed a new continent to be the equal of the old that it has won not a complete but a good working knowledge of the whole surface of the globe we are at home in the world now we say and if we would know what that means we must look at the europe of the tenth or even the fourteenth century look at the theoretical maps of the middle ages look at the legends and the pseudo-science of a civilization which was shut up within itself and condemned for so long to fight in a narrowing circle against incessant attacks from without and the barbarism which this state of things 
kept alive within then perhaps we shall take things a little less for granted and perhaps also we shall begin to think that if this great advance the greatest thing in modern history as we know it that which is the distinction and glory of the last three hundred years is at all due to the inspiration and the action of henry of portugal an obscure prince of the fifteenth century that obscure prince may possibly belong to the rank of the great civilizers the men who have most altered society and advanced it men like alexander and caesar and the founders of the great world religions it may be as well to trace out very shortly the evidence for such a claim as this and to see how the prince's work was followed up first on his own lines to south and east second on other lines which his own suggested to west and north one king alfonso v henry's nephew though rather more of a hard fighter and tournament king than a man who could fully take up his uncle's plans had yet caught enough of his inspiration to push on steadily though slowly the advance round africa he had already done his best to get the great map of fra maro finished this which embodied all the achievements of the navigator and gave the most complete and perfect view of the world that had ever yet appeared had come out in fourteen fifty nine just before henry's death the last tribute of science to the prince's work now in fourteen sixty one left alone to deal with the discovery and conquest of guinea afonso repaired henry's fort in the bay of arguin and sent one pedro de sintra to survey the coast beyond the rio grande the farthest point of cotamosto in his first voyage as generally known pedro went six hundred miles into the bight of benin past a mountain range called sierra leone from the lion-like growl of the thunder on its summits and turned back near the point afterwards known as fort lamina fourteen sixty one some time in the next few years another courtier one suiero de costa followed pedro de sintra to guinea but without any new results when cotamosto left portugal february one fourteen sixty three he tells us there were no more voyages to the new-found parts the slave trade nearer home was now indeed absorbing all energies and afonso's main relation with africa voyaging is to be found in his regulations for the security of this trade but in fourteen seventy one there was another move in the line of further discovery for exploring energy was not dead or worn out but only waiting a leader fernando po now reached the island in the farthest inlet of the gulf of guinea which is still called after him finding as he went on that the eastern bend of africa which men had followed so confidently since fourteen forty five the year of the rounding of cape verde now ended with a sharp turn to the south it was a great disappointment but in spite of this discouragement at the very same time two of the foremost of the portuguese pilots martin fernandez and alvaro estevez passed the whole of the guinea coast the bights of benin and of biafra and crossed the equator 
into a new heaven and a new earth on the edge of which the caravels of portugal had long been hovering as they saw like cotamosto stars unknown in the northern hemisphere and more and more nearly lost sight of the northern pole in fourteen seventy five cape st catherine two degrees south of the line was reached and then after six more years of languishing exploration and flourishing trade king john the second succeeded afonso v and took up the work in the spirit of prince henry the navigator now in six short years exploration carried out the main part of the design of so many years the southern cape of africa was rounded and the way to india laid open for the time had come and the man john added a new chapter to discovery by the travellers he sent across the dark continent and the sailors he dispatched to the arctic seas to find a northeast passage to china he died just as he was fitting up the expedition that was to enter upon the promised land and the glory of da gama's voyage fell to one who had not laboured but entered upon the fruits of the toil of other men the palace king emmanuel the fortunate but at least the names of diaz and diego cam and covalham the rounding of the cape of storms the first journey though an overland one straight from lisbon to malabar belonged to the second founder of portuguese and european discovery john the perfect less than four months after his father's death john who was heir apparent had drawn part of his income from the african trade and its fisheries sent out diego de ozambuga with ten caravels to superintend three undertakings first the construction of a fort at st george de mina to secure the trade of the guinea coast second the rebuilding of henry's old fort at arguin third the exploration of the yet unknown coast as far as possible for this stones brick wood mortar and tools for building were sent out with the fleet and carved pillars were taken to be set up in all fresh discovered lands instead of the wooden crosses that had previously done duty each pillar was fourteen hands high was carved in front with the royal arms and on the sides with the names of the king and the discoverer with the date of discovery in latin and portuguese ozambuga's fleet sailed on the eleventh of december fourteen eighty made a treaty with the chief bezeguichi near cape verde and reached lamina on the south coast of guinea on january nineteen fourteen eighty two after a year spent in fort-building and treaty-making with the natives of northwest africa fort and church at lamina were finished in twenty days and ozambuga sent back his ships with a great cargo in slaves and gold but without any news of fresh discovery john was not disposed to be content with this in fourteen eighty four diego cam was ordered to go as far to the south as he could and not to wait anywhere for other matters he passed cape st catherine just beyond the line which since fourteen seventy five had been the limit of knowledge and continuing south reached the mighty river congo called by the natives zaire 
and now known as the second of african rivers the true counterpart of that western nile which every geographer since ptolemy had reproduced and which in the senegal the gambia and the niger the portuguese had again and again sought to find their explanation cam by agreement with the natives took back four hostages to act as interpreters and next year returned to and passed the congo and sailed two hundred leagues beyond to the site of the modern walvish bay fourteen eighty five here as the coast seemed to stretch interminably south though he had now really passed quite nine-tenths of the distance to the southern cape cam turned back to the congo where he persuaded the king and people to profess themselves christians and allies of portugal already in fourteen eighty four a native embassy to king john had brought such an account of an inland prince one ogani a christian at heart that all the court of lisbon thought he must be the long-lost prester john and the portuguese monarch all on fire with this hope sent out at once in search of this great catholic lord by sea and land bartholomew diaz sailed in august fourteen eighty six with two ships first to search for the prester and then to explore as much new land and sea as he could find within his reach two envoys covilham and pava were sent on the same errand by the way of jerusalem arabia and egypt another expedition was sent to ascend the senegal to its junction with the nile a fourth party started to find the way to cathay by the northeast passage camoens has sung of the travels of covilham who first saw cloves and cinnamon pepper and ginger and who pined away in a state of confinement at the prester's abyssinian court but the voyage of diaz hardly finds a place in the lusiads and the very name of the discoverer is generally forgotten vasco da gama has robbed him only too successfully john diaz had been the second captain to double bojador diniz diaz in fourteen forty five had been the discoverer of senegal and of cape verde now forty years later bartholomew diaz achieved the greatest feat of discovery in all history before columbus for the northmen's finding america was an unknown and transitory good fortune while the voyage of fourteen eighty six changed directly or indirectly the knowledge the trade the whole face of the world at once and forever sailing with two little frigates each of fifty tons burden in the belief that ships which sailed down the coast of guinea might be sure of reaching the end of the continent by persisting to the south diaz in one voyage of sixteen months performed the main task which henry seventy years ago had set before his nation passing walvich bay and the farthest pillar of diego cam he reached a headland where he set up his first pillar at what is still known as diaz point still coasting southwards and tacking frequently he passed the orange river the northern limit of the present cape colony then putting well out to sea diaz ran thirteen days before the wind due south hoping by this wide sweep 
to round the southern point of the continent which could not now be far off finding the cold became almost arctic and buffeted by tremendous seas he changed his course to east and then as no land appeared after five days to north the first land seen was a bay where cattle were feeding now called flesh bay which diaz named from the cows and cowherds he saw there after putting ashore two natives some of those lately carried from guinea or congo to portugal and sent out again to act as scouts for the european colonies the ships sailed east seeking in vain for the land's end till they found the coast tend gradually but steadily towards the north their last pillar was set up in algoa bay the first land trodden by christians beyond the cape at the great fish river sixty miles farther on and quite five hundred miles beyond the point that diaz was looking for so anxiously the crew refused to go any farther and the admiral turned back only certain of one thing that he had missed the cape and that all his trouble was in vain worn out with the worry of his bitter disappointment and incessant useless labor he was coasting slowly back when one day the veil fell from his eyes for there came in sight that so many ages unknown promontory round which lay the way to india and to find which had been the great ambition of all enterprise since the expansion of europe had begun afresh in the opening years of that fifteenth century while diaz was still tossing in the storms off the great cape Covilham and his friends had started from lisbon to settle the course of the future sea-route to india by an observation of all the coasts of the indian ocean to explore what they could of upper africa to find prester john and to ally the portuguese experiment with anything they could find of christian power in greater or middle or further india as king john's senegal adventurers had been exploring the niger the sahara caravan routes the city of timbuktu and the fancied western nile so the abyssinian travellers surveyed all the ground of africa and malabar which the first fleet that could round the cape of storms must come to keep southward Covilham wrote home from cairo after his first visit to calicut on one side and to mozambique on the other if you persist africa must come to an end and when ships come to the eastern ocean let them ask for sofala and the island of the moon madagascar and they will find pilots to take them to malabar yet another chapter of discoveries was opened by king john's cathay fleet he failed to get news of a northeast passage but beyond the north coast of asia there was found a frozen island whose name of novae zemlea or nova zembia still keeps the memory of the first portuguese attempts on the road where so many dutch and english seamen perished in after years the great voyage of vasco da gama fourteen ninety seven to nine the empire founded by albuquerque fifteen o six to fifteen in the indian seas were the other steps in the complete achievement of prince henry's ambition when in the early years of the sixteenth century a direct and permanent traffic 
was fairly started between malabar and portugal when european settlements and forts controlled the whole eastern and western coasts of africa from the mouth of the red sea to the mouth of the mediterranean and the five keys of the indies malacca goa ormuz aden and ceylon were all in christian hands when the moslem trade between east africa and western india had passed into a possession of the kings of lisbon don henry might see of the travail of his soul and be well satisfied the supposed discovery of australia about fifteen thirty or somewhat earlier and the travels of ferdinand mendez pinto in japan and the furthest east the opening of the trade with china in fifteen seventeen and the complete exploration of abyssinia the prester's kingdom in fifteen twenty by alvarez and the other catholic missionaries the millions converted by francis xavier and the jesuit preachers in malabar and the union of the old native christian church of india with the roman fifteen ninety nine were other steps in the same road all of them if traced back far enough bring us to the court of sagras and the same is true of spanish and french and dutch and english empires in the southern and eastern world henry built for his own nation but when that nation failed from the exhaustion of its best blood other peoples entered upon the inheritance of his work but though he was not able himself to see the fulfilment of his plans both the method of a southeast passage and the men who followed it out to complete success were his his workmanship and his building de gama diego cam the diaz family and most of the great seamen who followed the path they had traced were either brought up from boyhood in the household of the infant as the chronicle of the discovery tells us of each new figure that comes upon the scene or look to him as their master owed to the school of sagres their training and began their practical seamanship under his leave and protection even the lines upon which the national expansion and exploration went on were so strictly and exclusively the same as he had followed that when a different route to the indies was suggested after his death by christopher columbus the court of john the second refused to treat it seriously and this brings us to the other the indirect side of henry's influence it was in portugal says ferdinand columbus in his life of the admiral his father that the admiral began to think that if men could sail so far south one might also sail west and find lands in that quarter the second great stream of modern discovery can thus be traced to the generous henry of camoens lucius no less plainly though more indirectly than the first the western path was suggested by his success in the eastern but that success had turned the heads of his own people when columbus the son of the genoese woolcomer who had been a resident in lisbon since fourteen seventy submitted to the court of john the second some time before fourteen eighty four a proposal to find marco polo's chipangu by a few weeks sail west from the azores he was treated as a dreamer john as henry's disciple and successor was like other disciples 
narrower than his master in the master's own way he was ready for any expense and trouble but no novelty he would only go on as he had been taught he had reason to be confident and his scientific junto of four martin behame of nuremberg among them to whom columbus was referred were too much elated with their new improvements in the astrolabe and the now assured confidence that the southern cape would soon be passed they could not endure with patience the vehement dogmatism of an unknown theorist but as he was too full of his message to be easily shaken off he was treated with the basest trickery at the suggestion of the bishop of ciuda columbus was kept waiting for his answer and asked to furnish his plans in detail with charts and illustrations he did so and while the council pretended to be poring over these for a final decision a caravel was sent to the cape verde islands to try the route he had suggested a trial with the pickings of italian brains the portuguese sailed westward for several days till the weather became stormy then as their heart was not in the venture they put back to europe with a fresh stock of the legends henry had so heartily despised they had come to an impenetrable mist which had stopped their progress apparitions had warned them back the sea in those parts swarmed with monsters it became impossible to breathe columbus learned how he had been used and his wife's death helped to decide him in his disgust for place and people towards the end of fourteen eighty four he left lisbon three years later when he had become fully as much disgusted with the dilatory sloth and tricks of spain he offered himself again to portugal king john had repented of his meanness on march twenty fourteen eighty eight he wrote in answer to columbus eagerly offering on his side to guarantee him against any suits that might be taken against him in lisbon but the court of castile now became in its turn afraid of quite losing what might be infinite advantage columbus was kept in the service of ferdinand and isabella and at last in august fourteen ninety two the catholic kings sent him out from palos to discover what he could on his own terms what followed the discovery of america and all the subsequent ventures of the cabots of amerigo vespucci of cortez and pizarro de soto and raleigh and the pilgrim fathers are not often connected in any way with the slow and painful beginnings of european expansion in the portugal of the fifteenth century but it is a true and real connection all the same the whole onward and outward movement of the great exploring age was set in motion by one man it might have come to pass without him but the fact is simply that through him it did as a matter of history result and let him that did more than this go before him end of chapter twenty end of prince henry the navigator the hero of portugal and of modern discovery by charles raymond beasley